Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Oh, the Night of Champions is closing in on us. And the TNA bound for glory is right around the corner. And the Ring of Honor floor is lava. (laughs) Oh, what a great pay-per-view that'd be. Oh, that would be good. The Ring of Honor floor is lava. The combat zone. Don't tell mom the pizza man came. (laughs) <laughs> Gross. Oh, I mean, right. That one's vile. Well, yeah, it's Combat Zone, guys. Deal with it. <laughs> Wrestling ain't pretty. No, it ain't. But this podcast sure is. We're comedians living in Hollywood, bringing you the fun and funny of wrestling each and every week. Uh, you know, a good piece of news that I found out this week, we're number 38 when you search for wrestling uh, and podcasts. Out of how many? Thousands. See, Listeners, dreams do come true, especially like us having our faces plastered all over the radio. That's right. And as uh, Sam Alba so eloquently put it, screw you, podcast number 39. Oh, boy. Or take that, I think is what more aptly was said. So, yes, rate and review this podcast on iTunes. That helps us climb the charts. If you like what we do here, that brings funny to more people. You know, there's recaps. There's there's all other types of shows out there. We like to think we do something different. So, Go. Rate and review, that helps us out, and maybe we'll get to number 37. Uh, leave comments on SoundCloud. Yeah, do that too. That Ask also us questions, us. we'll answer them. We've had more followers on there lately as well. I don't know if, I don't know if you've seen that. We're, we're, uh, we're going to break uh, triple digits soon here, bud. That's, a big, that's big news, guys. SoundCloud is the wave of the future. That's the YouTube for your ears. That's right. Opposed to the YouTube for your eyes and ears, which has not yet been created. That's also right. Yeah, you hear that, Microsoft? I, I think there's a really big opportunity out there for you for some sort of streaming video service. Yeah, and Michael Bay. Seems like he could do that, too. Oh, YouTube the movie mm-hmm. by Michael Bay? Yeah. Very cool. Starring Johnny Knoxville and Tony Shalhoub. I'm just thinking of people that are in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, that's... That movie's gross. Is it that bad? It's pretty gross. The Michael Bay version, it's gross. Yeah. Mike, he didn't direct it. He just produced it. Yeah, but someone just copy and pasted what he does. Yeah. Although Seamus is in the new one. Do you know that? Yeah, he's playing Bebop or or Rocksteady. I think he's Rocksteady, which is strange because he might be in the movie for all of two minutes before he's replaced with CGI everything. Probably. And I can't imagine they're going to go, cool, can you do that Irish voice but make it really rhinocerosy? You know what? It's probably in his contract somewhere. I, it's a really kind of a bummer because the turtles didn't look like they were dudes I wanted to party with at all. No, I don't want to party with those guys one bit. No, they look like they work out too much, and they just look super gruesome looking. They're very gruesome. Have you seen Splinter? No. He's disgusting. <laughs> he's fucking disgusting. Is he just a filthy rat? Yeah, he's filthy. His eyes are black. His nails are black. Everything about him just reeks of... A New York rat that carries disease. Does he wear a kimono? Yeah. Oh, that's cool, right? Can we at least agree that's No, because cool? you're worried that he has just a gnarly speckled dick or something. It's I, just gonna, it's gonna I flap open. About that. I wasn't worried about that. I wasn't worried about that. I am now, but I wasn't worried about that. <laughs> what I liked in the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was the, I think it was a stop animation or a weird puppet rat that <laughs> practiced karate with his sensei. When oh, he was you're talking the, the original film the original film yeah he mimicked what his sensei did opposed to it was just a sensei who couldn't bow i think it was in the cartoon he couldn't bow to his master because someone put a sword down the back of his shirt Ooh, samurai. yeah you know? i say throw the bum out <laughs> is that a quote from the movie no that's a quote from the cartoon show because when he tries to, it's it's uh, Orokusaki, Shredder, who puts the knife in the back of his kimono. You remember this, then? I've seen it a lot. <laughs> That's why I hold Seamus to such high standard as Bebop or Rocksteady. Or it's like, what? you better be good, man. I know you look weird, but that doesn't make the, a good performance. Yeah. No, no, no. What makes a good performance is the turtle shell knee pads. <laughs> That's right. So, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, good for Seamus. I don't think it's going to be a Nathan Jones in Mad Max Fury Road. No, no, no. Which is really the... Or who played um, Casey Jones in the first one? Elias Cotillas. Yes, Elias Cotillas. I don't know how you really say his name. It's Elias Cotillas. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Always a pleasure, Elias Cotillas. He's weird to me. Of course he's weird. He's not just weird to you, Scott. (laughs) It's Elias Cotillas. Yeah, he's... 
I mean, uh, you know which is really funny because Scott, we actually have Elias Cateus on the show later today. Is that right? Yeah, we do. It's a very really weird timing. Are you sure we don't want to scrap that, or are we going to keep that? No, I think he's he said he only has a few seconds to come on the show. Oh, okay. God, just like the pizza man. Just like the pizza man. He came so quickly. <laughs> don't tell mom. Gross. All right, we got Night of Champions right around the corner. Uh, it's happening on Sunday. People are excited. There's many, many things going on. You got many... some pay per view plans? Do I get? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, there's been a couple invites out there so far. You know what we get, You know what we got to be excited for coming up, Steve? Is Hell in a Cell is coming to Los Angeles? Uh, what greater cell than that of our own dreams of pursuing fame in Los Angeles? Hmm? And the hell that it takes to get there. Hell yeah. in a Cell, Los Angeles. Maybe we could talk to Seamus all about being rock steady. Uh, is it going to be at Staples Center? Where is it going to be? Yeah, Staples Center. Nice. Are we going? I think so. I think we're going to put in for some press stuff. Ooh. Don't tell anybody, listeners. Big yeah. top secret. <laughs> yeah, big top secret stuff. <laughs> that's that's about that circus prostitution ring. Big top secret. Oh, God. What a, what a fun show they put on, huh? That's why the elephants are so unhappy. Yeah, you come and then you go. Yeah, don't tell mom. Don't tell her. Go don't back to your pizza her. job, you sicko. <laughs> you sick freaks. Uh, yeah, so there's Seth Rollins pulling double duty that night. Very excited about this. Uh, the rookie Sting, who's uh, on a streak of being defeated, gets a title shot. Uh, finally his chance. You know, sometimes they say that they push people way too fast, especially when they got so many losses under, over, or on their belt. Mm-hmm. Or uh, should I say no belt at all, really. Yeah. Um. But I'm great. I'm pretty happy he's getting his chance, Scott. I feel like it's it's his first time. It is his first time. He had a ma- he had his first ever match on Raw. How'd it go? Uh, swell. Who who do you think he fought, Steve? Oh boy, I bet it wasn't somebody as exciting as we. Oh, was it a tag team match? Uh, eventually. Oh, boners. <laughs> uh... Yeah, but. Of all, the entire roster that you can think of, Steve, NXT all the way up to WWE, who would Sting face for the first time on Raw? The only match he's had in WWE is against Triple H, and then he had an encounter with Bo Dallas. Then, who's it going to be? Who could it be of anyone? I'd want to say uh, Bray Wyatt, but it wasn't, was it? That's right. The Big Show. Oh, Mouth farts. <laughs> I like telling you these things sometimes so that way your disappointment's not just lost in front of your TV screen. Oh, no. yeah. And I... your wife going, what are you making mouth farts about? <laughs> Honey, it's the big show. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting nor about to enjoy this. How was it? Was it good? Is is quick. Yeah? Yeah. Is it a squash? Yeah, it's a bit of a squash, and then they turn into a tag match, which is fine and weird because Cena and Sting tag together. That's very strange because the Big Show seems like a really big guy. I wonder why this why this old Stinger put him away so fast. Dude, that guy's on fire right now. He crushed a statue, then he crushed a giant. Jeez. If only he threw Big Show into a giant garbage truck and crushed him. Oh, just, just killed him? Or like wrestling I will build. stop at nothing to win this title. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, what it's he puts Big Show into the into the garbage compactor. Mm-hmm. They cut a, they don't cut away, but they pan the camera to Sting's reaction. Right. Big Show safely gets out of the garbage thing, and Shredder's helmet is in there. Yeah, and, and then you then see you, it crushed. You hear the dumpster or some guy shows up with a remote control that should not do it. You right. hear the sound crush. But because as, it's wrestling... As Elias Cotillas and Sting hold the, the remote together... Yeah, it's on go, a cord for Oops. some reason. It's on a cord for some reason. But because it's wrestling, they then both get sprayed with blood and watermelon parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some raw meat. Oh, good. Very good. Yeah, it's raw. You gotta get something raw on uh, You hear that, WWE? There, do you feel like there should be something to spot in every raw show? Like something... Like a secret? Yeah, like a Waldo or... Like there should be a piece of raw meat in every show i don't know like what's called raw meat are those like little easter eggs that are put out there for the fans yeah and like and not the that white guy who looks like fred durst if you know the guy who was just traveling around going to every wwe event which one the guy with the red hat oh that guy sign guy sign guy Mm -hmm. he did a thing on wwe confidential a long time ago when they had that show and uh (laughs) from what i recall he said yeah, I used to go with these with my wife all the time, and she died. And you go like, "Oh, why is this guy getting?" Oh, never mind. His wife died. So then, and he now just... he does, wears the same clothes everywhere he goes. 
to be spotted. But now he doesn't even really do signs. He's always sitting on the opposite side now. He's sitting on the hard camera side. He probably misses his wife. Yeah, well, she can't see those signs from over there. Well, I think, what did this, like, did his sign say, I miss you, Cynthia, or? No, he made funny signs all the time. You never saw those? Well, I mean, he's now, like, now he's probably learned that he deserves some time to actually sit on the hard camera side and enjoy the show instead of looking at tight butts all the the whole time. Get to work, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) It's raw. I'm not seeing any funny signs lately. Get to work. Do they comp his his tickets for that? Oh, because of a dead wife? Ooh, Steve, you could get on on this if you just say I, your wife I is dead. I prefer my wife alive to free tickets. Right, but, I mean, come on. Uh, you know, uh, Undertaker's not really dead, right? You know, it's all an act. You could just say that your wife is dead. You live the gimmick of a podcaster who's got a dead wife. Look, I could say that she's vacationing in parts unknown. There you go. Thank you. Or in Hawaii with Kane. Ooh, is he in Hawaii right now? I, he could still be in Hawaii. I don't know. I've been thinking about Hawaii almost every day. Why? I don't know. I just have never been. And there's these beers I like that have, like, pictures of Hawaii on the label. Mm -hmm. And they're not even pictures. They're really just crude little drawings. But I just, uh, I want to go someplace where there's nice waves. You know, you live near the ocean, right? I don't live near the ocean. It's Los Angeles. The ocean is always three hours away, no matter what. Yeah, you The ocean is three hours away if I parked in Santa Monica. You live near the ocean. Yeah. Oh, I live near the ocean. You you live next next to a very nice ocean. Yeah, it's, it's the, the same, same one as you. <laughs> you know, uh, weirdo. Funny story. I'll tell this last little bit before we get back to whatever we were talking about. Probably wrestling. Sheamus is wrestling. There was like record breaking rains in Hawaii a couple weeks ago. Whoa! Record breaking Roman rains. Yeah, that's right. So many eliminations in the Rumble. Record breaking. Uh, Roman, uh, and it overflowed a. Uh, sewage treatment facility what? and so the waves turned gray and like a bunch of people <laughs> are like we're on vacation and the people and the and the beaches got shut down because the they were shit surfing they they were not shit surfing but the waves were shit crashing oh gross and that was that was weird because this was this one day where i was like i think i really want to go to hawaii and i was like i think i'm gonna get us and then like i heard on the radio like massive shit storm <laughs> Yeah, gross. Yeah. Now I got a my my buddy uh Bodger who got married the other week. He's in Hawaii on his honeymoon. Really? He might have done this. Oh boy. He might have caused this to happen. Well, good for him. Good for him. I mean, even though it's super grotesque, I mean, if he had a good reason. You know, I mentioned uh Bodger and his uh wedding and honeymoon. Uh that's not always the case, Steve. Sometimes relationships don't work out. Sometimes you go to not Hawaii. You go to Diverse Town. Diverse Town? <laughs> Divorce Town. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes it's diverse. Yeah, you're, Some... sometimes you're divorced. Hey, look, every divorce is different. It is different. Yeah. And sometimes you can work through it. Sometimes it doesn't work out. There's rumors going around right now about Charlotte Flair and Bram from TNA that they were, you know, they were married. Bram, as he's known. Yes. Uh, who but Bram? Who but Bram? They, it sounds like they're getting a divorce. He's had some troubles lately. She's on the rise right now. I don't know if he's too crazy and volatile, um, but I don't know. I, and we, you know, Bram doesn't want to talk to us. Charlotte doesn't want to talk to us. No, no, no. So we really had to go to the source that would talk to us. That's right. Yeah. Her dad. Yeah. Ric Flair. Ric Flair. The nature boy, Ric Flair. Yeah. And I, in fact, it looks like some intern wrote on this board, Ric Flair with a K. So it's R-I-C-K. Whoa. We have interns now? Look, they're fucking ninjas, <laughs> Scott. They're very hard. I, all I find are new papers on my desk. I never get to see them. Did you hire ninjas? No, I think Phil inter- like hired interns. Oh, okay. I is it Elias Coteas as our intern? I don't know. We'll find out when we when we interview Elias Coteas later. Oh boy, looking forward to that. I think you will. Uh, well, I'd say we get him in here. It's not good to keep a man like. You know, no, it's wrestling, wrestling royalty. You gotta hold open the ropes for him right, to get in the ring, otherwise I, he doesn't come in. Well, the ropes are a velvet rope that I set up so people wouldn't touch the stuff on the table. While he's standing there, just for you to Mr. open it. Uh, Mr. Flair, Mr. Flair, please. Wide open the rope. Uh, Mr. Flair, thank you for joining us. Ooh, 
Shivani! <laughs> yes. Good to see ya. Uh, actually, I'm uh, Steve Sears. This is Scott Narver. This is the Curtain Jerks podcast. Ah, uh, Curtain Jerks, good to see ya. All right, daddy. Uh, wow, a firm handshake. Honestly, Mr. Flair, we have had so many guests on the show. I have to say, it is a absolute honor to have you with us today. You've never had a bigger guest in all of your podcasts than me. I can honestly say we've never had anybody bigger than you, Mr. Flair. Well, it's time. And if you want to get in line, you could ride Space Mountain. Woo! Well, uh, you know what? Very tempting, actually. I've always been a fan of yours. And if that's what it takes... I might have to put that on my bucket list. Or cross it off my bucket list, for that matter. Thank you so much for joining us. Get in line! Uh, well, you know, Scott and I are very interested in your career and your history, but also right now, current events seem to be popping up. Can you talk a little bit about Charlotte and Bran's relationship? Are they getting a divorce? Charlotte and Bran! That's right. That's Gave right. her away at the wedding, and before I did that, I told her one thing that she's gotta know. Uh, what's that? Diamonds are forever, and spouses last never. Oh, wow. That is, and that's based on experience, right, Mr. Flair? Every championship title reign I've had, I've had a divorce. Oh, and you've had, what, 16? 16 that's recognized, but I've had more than that, I tell ya. Do you think, is that some Japanese titles that aren't recognized, or what is it? That's right. Several Japanese women not recognized by the United States of America. Ah, uh, additional the marriages. Flair had those good times. Woo! I, that's wow. You know what? You every time you woo, sir, I am. You give me chills. You give. I'm very. They're multiplying. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, they are. Yes. I told Charlotte, look, you're gonna have a guy right now, but you're gonna have great success. And with great success comes great irresponsibility. Oh, wow. So is it just that with that sort of added pressure of the fame and the championship title run that there's it's just too hard on a relationship? She's too great. She's better than him. Oh. She was better than him when she started, but she settled low, and now she's buying high. And you gotta get in line. Steve Shivani, if you want to get in line, you could ride Splash Mountain. Woo! Oh, wow. Splash Mountain. Is that what is Charlotte Flair now? You Charlotte is Splash Mountain Daddy. Oh, and wow. I tell you, you'll have the ride of your life. You know what? I find And that... I'll be there to take a snapshot with your arms in the air. <laughs> wow, Mr. Flair. Uh... Two things. You're gonna get wet! <laughs> First thing is, I think Splash Mountain is a, a wonderful homage to your gimmick, and it's a great way to take it into the next generation. I mean, before it was Space Mountain, there was this, and now there's this incredible uh, surge in water parks. It's, uh, we're in record-breaking heat in California. There's a surge of water, I assure you, with Charlotte! <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Mr. Flair. <laughs> and second, Chills and spills. I, I've got them now, Mr. Flair. And Absolutely. you'll get them if you get that. Well, you know, I honestly, I feel like, one, I'm married. And if I was to marry Charlotte, I feel like I, the only reason I do it is I feel like is to get her another shot at the title. But then I would be at the risk of our relationship. It would be... A ride of a lifetime. You wouldn't forget it. I don't think I would. I Do really you don't see think I would. this right here? Do you see what I'm doing right here? I see two WWE Hall of Fame rings, and I also see the... Wow, you have just got some gnarled fingers, buddy. These are the four fingers. These are the four fingers of the horseman. That's right. Yep, the four Hold horsemen. up the four fingers. Do it, Giovanni. Hold up the four fingers. When you hold up the four fingers with Ric Flair, you ride with the horsemen. Really? Oh, Mr. Flair, you are you are making my day. Are you serious? The I horsemen am... ride. This is... And when you put four fingers into Charlotte, they're going to slide. Oh, Mr. Woo! You know what, Mr. Flair? I feel like I should have seen that coming. But, again, really a wonderful homage to your entire career as well and some of, I feel like some of your greatest sort of attributes with the four fingers for the four horsemen, the um, Splash Mountain, as well as the its uh, a connection to Space Mountain. I feel like there is a wonderful uh, respect for your career as well as what you accomplished in Charlotte. And I think you're uh, you're doing it, you're doing it justice and she's doing it justice to you. 
it's gonna be a great connection. Night of Champions, you could be in Charlotte. And if you're gonna do it, you do it with flair. Woo! Uh, wow. Well, you know what, Mr. Flair? I... I honestly, I was I was about a 70% for Night of Champions. I can honestly say I'm up to 100% right now. I'm very excited for this pay-per-view. I think you've done. I think you've, in terms of a go-home show, I don't know what happened on Raw, but I can tell you right now, you've definitely sold me on it. You're going to get sold. You're going to see a new champ in my daughter. And you're going to have a good time. But get in line, because it's going to get wet. <laughs> We're going to celebrate. Woo! Wow, Mr. Flair, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm taking this candelabra. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, Scott, Um, two things. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. We had Ric Flair on the podcast. Yeah, that was, that was really, really exciting. Yeah. And uh, second of all, um, I lent someone your grandmama's candelabra. Uh, that's, that's very precious. My grandmama is not with us anymore. I understand that. And, and what is... if we have a power outage? I know. How are we going to record a podcast in the dark? <laughs> I know. And it's... Steve, I'm really curious. How are we going to record a podcast with no power in the dark? Obviously, we'll get out the crank radio and rewire it for Mike and sound. <sighs> the Jason Statham radio. No, I can sound. <laughs> um, yeah, well. That was exciting. I have got chills, all right? It makes me want to bleach my hair right now. I love Ric Flair. Ric Flair is great. He's one of the best. You can't argue it. He's one of the best. No, he's one of the best. Of all times. Um, Hey, given the opportunity, uh, would you go on a date with Charlotte Flair? I guess I would. You wouldn't be intimidated by her incredible physical prowess? Uh, You know what? I'll be honest. That That's most ladies. <laughs> It's like, oh, you can do, you can do a lot. You know, that reminds me, um, today on, on, um, we're recording on a Tuesday, day one, DDP yoga. Really? Mm -hmm. How you feeling? Troy Barton, who I've called out on the show several times in January of 2015 said, I'm going to buy DDP yoga. He didn't buy it. I offered him money. Nothing happened. September 15th finally arrives and we start. So, if you so had a you... baby, congratulations, <laughs> listener. Um, I was about to, yeah, thank you. I was about to try to make an elaborate pregnancy joke. <laughs> but yes, yeah, fi we finally have it. It's in the house, and we started it. And it's it's really unusual, and it's really, um, so far, gratifying. I think, yeah. I Actually, I think uh, yoga would be, is an excellent fit for you. And I think the DVP aspect just makes it more palatable, I think, for you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's just a lot of weird, unusual stuff because, you know, he's asking you to f flex and do all of these things that have never done before. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It's it's pretty cool so far. How do you feel afterwards? Like, opposed to the gratification, like, how do you feel physically? Well, we didn't do a whole lot. We, we watched the breathing section, and then we watched the Diamond Dozen, which is showing you all the core movements that you're going to be using in the other exercises. But that took up about an hour, so, I mean... That was the workout for the day. So I was sweating. I was like there was tingling in the body because you're you're using everything. And, yeah. But I, I get wrapped up in my head where I'm like, oh, I don't think I did this right. I need a person to correct me on everything that's happening. And a video is not going to do that. Yeah. So that's just the only difficult part right now. But it's uh, exciting because his enthusiasm is never phony. Like when you watch an infomercial of other people doing exercise stuff, and you're like, fuck you. You're in this for the check. Yeah. Stop it. When you're comfortable, I'd suggest going to a, an actual class so a teacher can sort of modify your style so that when you do go back to DDP yoga, you'll be, you'll know what's And she'll probably go like, ugh, you're doing it the DDP way. No. They don't hulk out at the end, Steve. I'm sure of it. Do you guys hulk out at the end? Yeah, there's hulking out. Well, it's a funny thing he doesn't change that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's weird because it's, it's not even... So you get DDP yoga, but all the video stuff is, I believe it's YRG yoga. So it was some other system he had in place, mm -hmm. but then all the patent and branding and everything they did after the fact, once it blew up, it's like, makes more sense to do DDP yoga, but they didn't reshoot any of the videos. It just stays as all that. What does the YRG stand for? I don't know. All right. DDP? Yeah. I think it stands for DDP. I think it stands for DDP too. Steve... What match are you most excited for? Night of Champions? Yeah. 
Um, I can, I can, if you have any questions on any titles I'm or anything, I'm excited for I can the fill two Seth, uh, Seth Rollins matches. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also really excited for the Wyatt family versus Roman Reigns and uh, Dean Ambrose. Okay. Okay. So you think... Um, I mean, I just pretty much named everybody that I really like. Right, right, so. right. Who do you think is going to be the third man? Um... There's so many possibilities. Wait a minute. Who's Seth Rollins defending against? Which, uh, the U.S. title? That's Cena, right? Yeah. And then for the championship? Sting. Yep, those are the two I'm the most excited for. Okay. I, Seth Rollins is one of those guys that I just like watching. He's just, he's, he reminds me of watching Daniel Bryan or CM Punk. I get the same feeling. ROH, bro. Yeah. They're just building better over there. You know how it goes. Uh, yeah, there's that's, a, how, that's what I say when I'm talking about like things I don't understand, like football. It's like, hey, you catch the game last night? Yeah, you know how it goes. You were making a lot of jokes when we were watching football. When did we watch football? We watched football the other day at a, at a birthday party at uh, Alex Ferrari's. I, we were watching more. I was making more jokes about the tennis we were watching than the football. Oh, okay. Well, we covered both of them. Like how everybody bashes wrestling when we watch it. And oh. then... And then, That'd be so and then funny football if we and tennis. Went, we went so aggressive against football and tennis. I, I did against tennis. You so. did against tennis, yeah. yeah. It was that just, lady had a huge microphone. She, it was so comically large. It was so. It was bigger than her head. Yeah, it was like talking into a silver cantaloupe. There's a lady. I mean, probably most of you understand tennis more than we do. Uh, there's a lady. Who's sitting up in the high chair? I think announcing the scores and what's happening yeah, in the rounds. Yeah, she's kind of like the like poodle that. lady in Batman Returns, talking about how close Batman is to your lair and how close the penguins are to shooting the missiles. Or she's Lillian Garcia, if we want to keep it within the bounds of wrestling. So listeners, well, there's understand. the bounds of wrestling, then there's the bounds of this podcast, which is a <laughs> obscure '90s action movie references. Often, yes. Um, and her the microphone in front of her face with not much wiggle room. Is the size of her head. Yeah. It's a fucking melon. It looks like the Death Star. It really does. And you just wait for and her. And I to... burned her so bad. I told everybody how big that microphone was. Oh, you should have tweeted it all, oh, man. My gosh. You should have tweeted it. Uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, they got a lot of stuff lined up. What are you show. excited for? You know, I, I'm i really excited for Sting. Yeah? I think it's really great. I think it's really cool that he gets the title match. Whatever happens, happens, but... Just the fact that it, it finally gets to happen. I'm also kind of think it's gonna he's gonna have a better match with Seth Rollins than with Triple H. Like I had a really I loved that match. It was great. Yeah, they padded it with everything. But they like they pad and that seemed kind of unnecessary padding it with all that stuff. Well, that shit was cool. Though. Oh, it was absolutely amazing. But I don't think they're gonna pad this match. I don't think they need to. I don't, I think Seth Rollins is gonna do crazy stuff. I think so too. Uh. That RKO with the curb stomp is probably one of my favorite things I've ever seen mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. That was the coolest. It was the coolest. And then we got Cena, too. They they pulled out all the stops the last match. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping for another John Cena Frankensteiner. I think that is so cool. Oh, good, huh? Oh, that's great. Who are you talking about? You talking about John Cena, huh? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry, Ed. Let's see here. I don't seem to have you on the docket, sir. Uh, welcome Just to listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, welcome to the Curtain Jerks podcast. It's I'm a pleasure Steve. to be here. Uh, I'm Steve, Sh- and this shit. is Scott. I know who you are. I listen to the show. I, sir, who are you? I'm Leroy. Oh, all right. I'm Leroy. I'm the racial enforcer. Oh, is that why you've got that little badge on? That's why I got this little badge on. I'm enforcing the races in all of wrestling, man. Have you enforcing the racism in all of wrestling? I'm, I'm the racial enforcer. Uh, the racial enforcer. That's right, man. All right, okay. Wrestling is racist, man. Oh, I don't know if you know this. Have you been watching lately? You know what? I Shit. I believe you. I think it is racist. Yeah, it is super racist. I'm, are you just saying that because I'm here right now? Or if I walked away, you'd be like, I don't know what he's talking about. Well, honestly, I think there's a lot of sort of discrimination. I also think there's a lot of just stereotyping that happens in the ring. Yeah, there's a lot of motherfucking stereotyping that happened in the ring. There's a lot of it. Shit. John Cena. Uh-huh. Oh, Mr. Military Man. You know he ain't never served? Uh, no, but also, I mean, honestly, he sort of completely co-opted black culture and sort of... Fashion himself yeah, as look a at rap me. Suit. I rap. You can't see me, motherfucker. I see you. Yeah. I see you. Yes, I, I see him too, and I see you. Him. Straight out of West Newberry, Mass. You ain't straight out of Compton. That's true. Yeah. 
Yeah, he had to. He appropriated his gimmick. And granted, I mean, not he's got some sick flows necessarily. Not necessarily. Yeah, to make me vomit. That's how sick his flows is. You didn't like bad. He's a bad man. Bad man. No, I like Bumpy Knuckles. I'm a big fan of Bumpy Knuckles. Bumpy Knuckles is very good. He good. That boy good. He's good. Honestly, I can only say I've only heard him from the few tracks I've heard for the John Cena album. But I think he steals the show. He does because otherwise, a white man stealing the music. White man stealing music from the black man. But this—that's common. That's like that is not. To Are you calling it. out common? No, it's not. You calling out common? Hey, look, he's not just a rap star. He's got a SAG card, okay? Yeah, he does. Yeah, because he's working hard. No, but I. Sh- but what I'm saying is, in terms of the white man taking the black man's music, that is a common practice, not accepted, of course, Who did or John- not acceptable. But it's just been like most rap, most rock and roll has been taken from blues riffs. I mean, it was all sort of co-opted. Yeah, it's all stolen. And let me ask you this. Let me ask sorry, you dude, this. Were you not interested in that? I. What does my badge say? The racial, racial enforcer of yeah. wrestling. The racial of wrestling. Uh, yeah. Of rock and roll and blues. Sorry. That ain't my fight. That's Tyrone's fight. Who's Tyrone? He's in the car. Is that the? He's the uh, racial enforcer of music. Yeah. He. He's. We share the apartment again. Okay. So okay. You Bug tell heads? me this. You tell me this. John Cena's open challenge for the U.S. title. Yes. Okay. Was it open? Who fought for that title? You tell me. You tell me. You tell me the names. Do you not know any of the names? Kevin you look Owens, it up right Kevin now. Owens fought for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where he from? Oh, Canada. Yeah. White. <laughs> okay. And then uh, the first challenge for the U.S. Ch- title, I think, was after WrestleMania. After, uh-huh. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Oh, where he from? Oh, gosh. Texas? White. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I think Hollywood, Florida. Oh, white. Okay. Um, mm? Tell me another motherfucker. Okay. Uh, oh, Rusev. Rusev rechallenged for it a couple times. Yeah, that's because John Cena stole it from him. Yeah. But he stole the title from him. But he's White from, man took it a good opportunity away. But from Rusev? Rusev's a white From guy. a Bulgarian. Yeah, he's a... Man, that, he orange. I, I think you could still make the he's argument He's a minority. How many Bulgarians are there in wrestling? And a John Cena to come in and take it away. And I, then who else gets to fight? Sami Zayn, white. Oh, that's true. Did Sami Zayn uh, challenge for it? Yeah, he did. Do you even watch wrestling? Sometimes. It was all white dudes that fought John Cena for this. Really? And then who come in? Seth Rollins, white dude. White dude stealing from white dudes. Oh, that's great. A lot of opportunities for brothers. And did Seth Rollins challenge for the how did How did Seth Rollins See, that's get what the I'm US saying. And then who's fighting, for the, who's fighting for the title? Who's fighting for the World Heavyweight Championship, man? Oh, Sting. Yeah. Motherfucker so white, painted his face white again. That's just true. That's how white. He double white. Yes, he he's is. double white. He is. You're right. I fucking hate Sting so much. Is he from Florida too? I don't know. He's from white. Okay, he's from uh, white. Yeah, he's right. so white. He make himself white again. Yes, you're that right. is sick. It I is. don't like it. What what happened? Where where's our truth? Where is our truth? Where Booker T? I haven't. Uh, Booker T's doing uh, the roundtable uh, discussion on the pay per view. Yeah, he should be kicking somebody's ass and taking back some titles. Oh man, how great would that be if Booker T came back? That'd be real good. Yeah, that'd be real good. That would be real. I'd be. That'd be real good. I like that. You know the only good thing going on right now? What's that? New day. Oh my god, they're New day? so good. The day. Hold on. They the best, and you know what the problem is when you're the best? What? They don't have gold. Uh, they got bronze. What is that? What is that? More racism in wrestling today. Well, there's just the, the you're talking about the the brass penny belts. Yeah, that's right. I'm talking about the tag team titles. There's two of them. Mm. Oh, we can't afford to give you gold. Oh, we can't afford to do that. Here's a penny for you. Remind you of Abraham Lincoln that freed you in the first place. Wow. I guess I never thought of it that way, but I feel like the connotation. You know is why there. you haven't? Why? You white. Oh, okay. everything's all right when you what? Leroy, Leroy. Yeah. Can I get you a burrito from the guest breakfast lounge? What? You look at me and you think I eat burritos? <laughs> Motherfucker, I'm Chinese. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm Chinese. Look at me. I'm. Are you racially blind? I didn't. Shit. Look, but why wouldn't you? Everybody likes burritos. I don't, man. Don't assume things with me. Don't look at me 
and think that that's what I want to eat because, oh, he's Chinese. He probably wants a burrito because that's not his native food. Leroy. Or give him Chinese food because he's clearly Chinese. Leroy. Shit. I could eat anything, man. I could eat an open face meatloaf sandwich. That sounds really good. I could have some motherfucking pad thai. That's Thai food. I like it. I could have nachos. Leroy, I think the biggest crime that I committed was just assuming that you were American. Are you a Chinese American? Oh my goodness. I got Vince McMahon up in here. <laughs> Let me just start working on the railroad. No, no, no hold on, Leroy. I, it was my assumption to make, and I apologize. You it's- should apologize. So should Vince McMahon. Shows to John Cena. So should Sting. All the white people taking up all the good spots in wrestling. Uh, besides uh, those apologies, is there anything about Night of Champions you're looking forward to? Yeah, you know, Divas Revolution, I think that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's great, man. That good, is really Good for exciting. that, man. All right, well, Leroy, thank you very much for joining us. And you know what? You're welcome back on the on the podcast anytime. Honestly, I feel like if we ever need some sort of uh, racial uh, marshalling, you let us know. If you always do, you racist motherfuckers. What? Oh, come on. It's all in good fun. Kiss my Chinese ass. <laughs> oh, Scott, I feel like... I don't know. I feel like we're just really up on that razor's edge, and I feel like I'm trying to do good. We're trying to do good, and like, I don't know. I, yeah, you try and you try and do good things in the world, and people still knock you down. You try to make people laugh, and you just you're not sure if it you're just not sure if it plays. <laughs> no, you honestly, them. I'm sure it plays sometimes, but just sometimes you don't know if the rest of the world's gonna be accepting. I know it plays. <laughs> <laughs> do you? Yeah, I know it plays. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm I'm not too sure myself. You know, and it's weird because you put stuff out there sometimes and it doesn't always work. John Cena did that recently. Yeah. You were uh, telling me about this before we started recording. Cryptic tweets. Cryptic tweets. He made some tweets that are very strange. Okay. Uh, uh, so the first one, do you have this first one up that he tweeted? Yes. Uh, let me see here. John Cena, at John Cena in case you weren't aware. Dictionary nugget for the evening. A weird face, like it's like an embarrassed emoji face. And he's holding his breath. Interpret to construe or understand in a particular way truth, the true or actual state of a matter. This is, now on its own, it's very strange, but in relation to the rest of the tweets he had this evening, it seemed like Cena was just having a really weird time. Yeah. Uh, there's more. Yeah, you're right. There, There is more. Um, Here, I'll read this next one. This okay. was, uh, what time was the first? T- this is, it looks like it was about an hour later. Yeah. And he said, dictionary nugget for the second time this evening, chicken McNuggets, pink slime? And then he question marked it. Yeah, he question marked it. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, boy, like three minutes later. Um, so I guess he was on at that point, you know, probably in an airport or yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, like before he tweeted and like saw that people were responding. And then he sort of was like, you know what? I, I hit, I hit gold. Yeah. I'm going to stay in the Twitter, Twitter world. Um, and then it says here, uh, thesaurus, uh, nugget, also chicken finger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is good. Mm-hmm. You all right? Yeah, you okay? I've got the hiccups. Do you? It's <laughs> yeah, like, all right. Let him out. I'm trying. I'm trying. It seems like about 15 minutes later, he also, uh, <laughs> boy, in that, between that three minutes and 15 minutes, like. He's probably really going through and reading the comments. Yeah, but now he's he's picking up the pace a little bit. And mm-hmm. then it, the next one just says, chicken fries. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then I see the, the next one that he says right here. Uh, it's a, it's a, a winky face. Oh, yeah, like the emoji winky face. Yeah, the emoji winky face. And he, he writes, uh, gosh, sure am hungry. This is true. This is true. 30 seconds afterwards, like he had just like he pressed send only to keep typing. Mm-hmm. He said grumble, grumble. And then an arrow pointing to the words that said in caps, my stomach. Yeah. And then following that, uh, a couple of minutes later, he uh, he at Michael P.S. Hayes uh, on Twitter. You're never going into the Hall of Fame. Want to buy me a burger? And that was tough. It continued. And then it was still at Michael P.S. Hayes. And it said, we still riding together, yo? Uh, to which uh, then Michael PSA's replied, uh, John Cena retweeted this. He says, of course, champ, anything for you. Were you serious about HOF? Question mark. 
kissy face. Uh, which is really funny because then John Cena ret- uh, retweeted Bray Wyatt's uh, Twitter and it just said, hee hee hee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, serious stuff here. <laughs> Guys, very weird. <laughs> very weird. I don't know. Do you think John Cena's getting fired? I don't know. Maybe it's a heel turn. Oh, no. Finally. <laughs> It's pretty big. Yeah, and then the rest of it was just your standard boilerplate stuff. There's Not, more? Yeah, he's on the Today Show and stuff like that. I'm lifting things. Uh, <laughs> uh, help save children from cancer. Yada, yada, yada. We're just uh, covering the important stuff. Yeah, we just guys. went to the weird stuff, guys. That's the stuff you need to keep track of. Yeah, the, the very important things. You know, and speaking of which, on Twitter... Follow us at Curtain Jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets every week. We love reading what you guys come up with. As well as John Cena's weirdo tweets. Yep. Expect this segment to be back next week and the week after, guys. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And, um, you know, the first tweet right away from at John Cena. Did you guys really have the dude from Corn on your show last week? (laughs) (laughs) No, it was, in fact, Mr. Cena, it was not the dude from Corn. But it did very much look like... Steve, it sounded just like him. <laughs> it did, didn't it? I went back and listened to interviews that he did. Uh-huh. What's his name again? Oh, God, it's, um... Well, I know the guy's name was Gavin, but the guy from Corn. Oh, it's, uh, jeez, I... He sounded exactly like him. Right. The, the internet's been blowing up when you type in Gavin, uh, Corn, Immediately, Raw. yeah, uh, interrupted, um, Rollins' entrance. Mm-hmm. And the guy's name, it's all, it's all, it's all interlinked as well as Alyssa Milano nudes. <laughs> they all pop up together. Yeah. A lot of the internet sometimes gets stuck, stuck in a feedback loop and just gives you all the responses for 95. This, the day that we get caught up like curtain jerks and nude photos go together. That's going to be a great day. That's going to be really weird, but not as weird as all the tweets Jonathan Davis of corn should receive for being on our show. Guys, it was not Jonathan Davis. Mr. Cena it was not Jonathan Davis. Uncanny. It sounded just just like him. It was, in fact, just a... Uh, you could go to a, a piano tuner and he wouldn't know the difference. No, no, you couldn't. He, he you wouldn't couldn't. know. Uh, we have Chandler Koenig says, What is your favorite wrestling show you have ever been to? Oh. I hear Raw's good. <laughs> Curtain Jerks Live has its moments. <laughs> oh, God, there were two people that did sit on this show one time. That was so fucking awkward. Oh, yeah, I think... Do you remember that? They they like no like no a, we like the show and they just sat. They and didn't watched. know yeah. any of it. They, they didn't. Yeah. What is this horse shit? <laughs> yeah, why don't you guys stop talking to those robot dicks and start sucking them? <laughs> All They're right, microphones. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> oh, now I gotta fix the level. <laughs> um, my I WrestleMania eighteen was was the most euphoric, crazy wrestling show I've ever been to. But that's on a huge scale. Mm-hmm. And that is something that, you know, I thought I was never going to ever see live. It's, it is that once-in-a-lifetime thing. Uh, that was that was my favorite wrestling show I've been to so far. Ooh, very nice. I liked WrestleMania 31 because that was my first WrestleMania that I got to go to live. Mm-hmm. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was super cool. It was weird, like... It was in a lot of ways uncomfortable, but that's what made it so great. Like the top of my head got sunburned. It was hot. The sun <laughs> went down. It was getting to see The Undertaker live, getting mm-hmm. to see Bray Wyatt, getting to see a Lesnar match live. Mm-hmm. So important. Uh, seeing a title change live. Yeah, seeing a title change live. Awesome. Just awesome. And Being, then, like having so many shocking moments at that mania. Uh, I think the two biggest moments I've ever seen live was Gene Snitsky clotheslining. Uh, Paul London, Paul London at the Rumble, uh huh, and him fall like doing the elimination fall to the outside. Flip. Yeah, oh, God. that was so cool seeing that live. And then uh, when Chris Jericho came out, was it that at the Rumble? That was we also were... at a Rumble like two, three years ago. Yeah, the one that we went to, and it was like Phoenix. Low expectations all across the board. Like I was excited to be there, but Jericho came out and it made my week. It was so cool. That was the true marking out moment from both of us. Yeah, it was just one of those moments where it's like, it's, Why am I so excited yeah, about it, this? It's Jericho. It but was, it was also Ziggler and him had a feud right before they went out. And yeah. then it's like, oh, he's back. He's going to throw you out. It Ooh. was so cool. So cool. A runner-up for me is also a, a SmackDown. I know, right? Uh, TLC3. 
the forgotten TLC. Oh, that's right. With I, I swear to you, I was such a huge Benoit fan. Uh, I was cheering and chanting for Benoit like crazy that I swear I got those Benoit chants started. The first ever that I ever heard on television. Now, was that the one where he got carted off and mm-hmm. he had to come back? Yeah. Where was that? Uh, that was, I think, Anaheim. Because I thought that was him and Jericho, I don't think right? It was, yeah, it was, I don't think it was San Diego, and I don't think it was Los Angeles. I'm pretty sure it was Anaheim. And they went on in that same year to then do the have those crazy Canada shows. Mm-hmm. With, that was just the year. That was yeah. such a cool year. I I remember watching that on TV and thinking that was the coolest. Also, live that was fucking that TLC match on SmackDown was fantastic. Yeah, and it was. I mean, it's been documented now that that was very last minute. It was all thrown together. They didn't advertise it. We showed up there and they showed a graphic TLC three and all these teams. You go what? That's fucking crazy. I'm sorry. You're not going to... Scott, you're not allowed to get concessions. You have to stay and watch all of this. I'm peeing myself. <laughs> I'm peeing myself. Uh, Disturb0n3 says, Not wrestling related, but you've mentioned uh, that Kevin Smith a few times on the pod. What's your favorite Kevin Smith movie? Wow. Kevin Smith, uh, as I've mentioned a few times on here... Like... Uh, famous white filmmaker, Kevin <laughs> Smith. Yeah. Uh, he, he is a hero of mine. Yeah. Uh that uh, a friend of mine, Steve Noni, gave me a little. Uh, God, what does he call them? Kevin Smith. Vial of cocaine. Yeah, God, they're good. No, it's a, it's a, it's like a non-action figure. He has a funny name for him because they don't in move in any way. Figure? Yeah, it's something like that where they don't move in any way, and it's just a little silent Bob. And I have it on on my stand. And uh, oh, it's like a Jim Mafu design, also. Like it's kind of blocky looking too. Yeah, kind of yeah. blocky, a, a little animated, like a little. Kind of like the Clerks cartoon that yeah. was on, um, but he is such a do-it-yourself guy that I've always admired. That it's always been, you know, fuck what everybody else says. Like encourage an artist, do what you do, and he's always set a trail that I like to follow. And all the people that he's gotten to work with, like he's a nerd that's done these amazing things. Absolutely. And uh, so yeah, it's, I, I think my favorite Kevin Smith movie right now. Is uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back because oh, it's so fun. It is really fun, but it changes like it always changes. But yeah. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back is so fun. And in the theater, I remember seeing it with my friend uh, when they're filming the movie. Mm-hmm. When they're filming um, Blunt Man and Chronic the movie, and then bursts through the wall that it's cock knocker, and then it all stops, freeze frames, and it says, "Hey kids, it's Mark Hamill." Applause, and we did. Yeah, we we applauded like fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's really cool. Uh, I like Clerks and Mallrats. Those are my two favorites. Mm-hmm. Like Clerks is just, I think is it's for me it's his best movie, it's and really Mallrats good. is my favorite movie just because that's the one that really resonated with me. I was like, yeah, that's how you talk to girls. Yeah, that's how you dress. Yeah, that's how you talk <laughs> about stuff. Like, it really was, for me, like, Jason yeah, Lee. Yeah, sex is uncomfortable in the back of a Volkswagen. Yeah, like, I couldn't stop. Like, Jason Lee was a god to me, and that was mm-hmm. the, like, that was the coolest. Like, it doesn't get cooler than Jason Lee and Mallrats growing up. Is like, he still cool to you, even with Alvin and the Chipmunks? No. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, I uh, granted, he still has a lot of cool points, but, like, in terms of that's the kind of person I want to be, like, that's how I want to deal with humility and being humiliated and being clever. Like, that's the kind of person I wanted to be. Mm. And, like, there was something great about it, which is he, like, you would talk about embarrassing stuff, but he also was so charming at the same time. Mm-hmm. He was perfect. He was the coolest guy. Like, that was growing up. Like, I, that was Cary Grant, or that was uh, the guy from Singing in the Rain. <laughs> ah, the lamppost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Jason London. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, he plays a good lamppost. <laughs> oh, but then also, like... Uh, Michael Rooker, mm-hmm. I was like, I'd never seen him in a comedy before, and I was like, that guy's, what is he doing in here? That guy kills people usually. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do this. Yeah. And then also, I was such a big fan that, like, they walk down the street at the end of the movie with the chimpanzee. Like, that gets explained in the comic books. And I read the comic books religiously that Kevin Smith wrote for mm-hmm. Clerks. Like, he did that, he did Jay and Silent Bob, and they were all great. They were as good as the movies. Yeah, and he always put at the end of his movies, like, hey, they're going to be back in this next installment. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I watched Chasing Amy first, and that was my, 
that that really rocked my world. I know a lot of people don't like that one for some reason, but I, I that one really resonates with me too. A friend of mine was kind of saying like that's what he considered the best movie, and it's I was really like, good. it's really good. I feel like I go back and forth. I mean that one's great because that's just unabashed. Like I love comic books. Yeah, you can love comic books too, and here's a love story. You yeah, know? he's he's great. I uh, he always gives himself more shit than I really believe anybody does, um, but. The only thing that would make Kevin Smith much more enjoyable and fun in my eyes is if he were a big wrestling fan. Yeah. But I don't think he, I don't think it's on his radar at all. Like, I'm no, sure he's aware of it. would be just talking more about men ejaculating inside of each other than he already does. If so that's, that's all, why we're here to pick yeah, up those pieces. That's all wrestling would fuel in him is just this, like, well, how can I imagine, like, what sparks my sexual imagination in wrestling? Well, this, 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 and this. But if he ever makes any movie that involves wrestling, It'd be great. you've got to, everybody, go just berate him with tweets and let him know that Steve and I need to star in that movie. Yeah. As with the two announcers or the two guys in the front row eating nachos? Anything. Yeah. <laughs> anything. Um, you know, and Steve, it's not just any normal week. There's been a big, big piece of news going on. Oh, look, guys, the pie doesn't get any bigger than this. You know, TNA, they have their Hall of Fame. Some people mock it. Some people embrace it. And they have announced the latest inductee. Now, who is it, you're wondering? Is it is it a, is it it another guy? Is it a gal? Who could it be? Is it another wrestler? Is it an international superstar? Yeah. Who could it be? And I'm like, we got to get this person on the podcast. Our Twitter blew up. We kept getting like, hey, this person's got to come on. They've been on your show several times. They got to come on and talk about their TNA Hall of Fame induction. Well, it is... Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, Elias Coteus. What? I am Elias Coteus. Nice to meet you. Um, I was Casey Jones in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the motion picture. You look look really different. Yes, I'm Elias Coteus. Oh, well... um, A lot of people mistake me for Christopher Maloney from Wet Hot American Summer Mm -hmm. and Oz, the television show. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and, and Law and & Order SVU. Oh, did he get that? Shucks, we both went out for it at the same time. I didn't know he booked it. Okay, uh, well, hey, Elias Coteus. Um, do you do you enjoy wrestling? No, I'm, I enjoy all forms of art and theater, but I can't say that I'm a wrestling fan. Okay, um, can we, can we get some autographs? Yeah, sure. Cool, uh, do you mind if we... Take- I brought some 8x10s, do you want to... It's only $15 per, and I'll sign that that's $5 additional, and then a $10 for the photograph. So it's 30 total for a picture and an autograph. Oh, Steve, that's picture. a good deal. Steve, that's a good deal. Uh, you know, I owe you for the booze anyway, so let me... I'll, I'll get this. I'll get this. Oh, wait. Are we getting individual pictures? Uh, no, I thought... Uh, you have to get individual pictures, Elias Coteus. Oh. All right. Well, we can't just get one and put it in the, in the studio uh, You can here. get a picture of both of you in the same picture, but you'll both have to get two pictures. Oh, well, we're just going to hang the one in the studio here as, you know. The other one fits great in your car. <sighs> All right. Well, Steve, I'll go. it's still you know a good what, deal. It's shoot, still a good deal. Shoot, get out of here. Steve. Get out of here, Elias. Steve. Get out of here, Elias. You're pushing him with the broom. I know. Look, we had a big guest here. Our Twitter blew up. I'm not going to let Elias Katea steal our thunder. God, that was quick. Yeah, that was really brief. Look, I'm looking at the docket here. Oh, Earl Hebner. Earl Hebner is getting inducted in the TNA Hall of Fame. Yes, that's huge. This is Oh, Mr. Hebner, you're in the doorway. Please, come in. Uh, you know, I, WWE hasn't even inducted a referee into the Hall of Fame. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, it's a little, you know... Uh, I said thanks for having me, guys. I'm sure you're honored. Uh, you know, we are. Yeah, I've been trying to call you. I've been trying to get a hold of you all week, and you, you seem very relaxed oh, right now. thank you. Thank you. Do you want to take off those sunglasses? No, no, I'm. Uh, I'll keep them on. They keep me comfortable, but I'm comfortable all the time. You have a little mixed drink there with a with a umbrella in it. I see. Yeah, that's in case uh, it starts raining indoors. I see. You also just ha- kidding. It's a uh, mai tai. You yeah. You have a you have a, a. It's not quite a summer. I mean, you got a tan on you. You got. Have you been? Did you go to Hawaii recently to celebrate? Uh, I did go to Hawaii, but I spent my entire time in a tanning salon because I knew I was going to be going to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you know, you're 
Kind of acting like a hot shot right now. I'm going to be honest, Earl. Uh, who's acting like a hot shot? When you're this hot, you shoot from the hip. Uh, Earl, look, I mean, TNA Hall of Fame, that's cool and everything, but, you know, you don't you don't have to be any different than who you were before. Hey, you were a guy look, sleeping in a chicken coop. I'm the same guy as I've ever, always been. I just want to let you know, things are going to stay exactly the same for old cool Hepner. Once I get my Hall of Fame coming up in April in Dallas, Texas. After every single thing that you said, after every single stoppage, you unbuttoned a button on your shirt. Hey, look, if you're distracted, you're distracted. I'm distracted because I'm ready to pick up my old new ring. Now you're you're flipping up your collar? Like, you're just, you're acting really cool here. Don't get me wrong, but... You, you seem you seem checked out. Like you seem like too good for this. You seem like too good hey, to stop look, by and talk. I'm not too good for anything. All right. Now that I'm gonna get a gold ring, I'm gonna be better than everybody. That doesn't mean I'm better than nobody. It just means I got a gold ring and I'm gonna be going to the Hall of Fame in Dallas this year. Earl, um, look, I mean, you're you're going in with great company. You're going in with uh, with. Look, I don't know who else has been announced yet, but it's a new class. No, it's the it's, Hall of Fame. It's always I'm going to be getting a nice ring, it's just a and I'm going to be there the night before WrestleMania. It's great. It's the Hall of Fame. Oh, wait, what? Hey, look, I can tell you're distracted, and you can't hear what I'm saying because oh. my shirt's so low. <laughs> but these gold chains aren't coming off, all right? Unless you're trading them for a bigger gold chain. Earl, uh oh, uh, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Did you... everybody likes a good gold chain? You know, in the '70s, people wear gold chains all the time. I didn't because back then I was just a referee, but now I'm part of the new Hall of Fame class, and that's for the showcase of the Immortals. No, Earl, you're mentioning Dallas, and you mentioned WrestleMania. Granddaddy of them all, Hall of Fame, Dallas, Texas. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. The WWE does have their Hall of Fame, but you're not announced for the WWE Hall of Fame. Well, it doesn't make any sense. It's the Hall of Fame. What else could be if I'm going to be part of the Hall of Fame? I'm big old sexy Earl Hepner, and I'm going to get myself a big old ring. Careful, baby. Hope I don't lose it. Earl, um... When I put my fingers... What? Deep inside you. Please don't. Pleasure in your sexy body. No, Earl. I'm a big old Hall of Fame now, man. I'm all about pleasure and pain and profit and gain. Earl, you're going into the same Hall of Fame as as Kurt Angle, <laughs> as uh, Sting, <laughs> and uh, the brother Ray and brother oh gosh, <laughs> brother yeah the the Dudleys, but they they weren't the Dudleys. You're going into the TNA Hall of Fame. What are you talking about? You're going into the TNA Hall of Fame. You're not being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. You're going into the TNA Hall of Fame. The TNA has a Hall of Fame? <laughs> they do. What do they have? Like a watch or something? Uh, I think you get a little plaque. Where am I going to put that in my chicken coop? I thought I was going up to the big time again. Uh, no, Earl. If you didn't sell those shirts a long time ago, all bootleg shirts, then, you know, maybe maybe that would have happened, but... What are you talking about, bootleg shirts? I screwed Brett. You did, but now they're cool with Brett, and they're not cool with you still. You're making, a, like, a stroke face. I don't understand. Hulk Hogan said everything was going to be okay. You know what? It, it's not okay. They're not cool with Hulk Hogan right now, either. He's... <laughs> on the outs yeah sorry buddy sorry to break this to you you're not cool with hulk hogan yeah hulk hogan said some racist remarks a few years back and it's just been uncovered and now the wwe has separated themselves from hulk hogan are you saying that they found that tape i made of hulk hogan <laughs> you made the tape oh you said too much <laughs> no earl he maybe said he was gonna give me the WWE all fine earl maybe this works around the other way maybe you admit everything and then it's all it all turns out okay. Well, I'm going to need a yellow legal pad and the smallest sharpie you got cuz I got to tell you where the bodies are buried. You there are bodies that it's are buried. always bodies in professional wrestling. <laughs> you're getting you're turning into like a 1930s gangster all gnarly and tough. All well, your dreams are killed. What are you going to do when you can't get the Samoan blood off your hands? <laughs> Earl, you can't smoke in here. <laughs> I got road stories. I got corpse stories. 
I'll tell you where the blood's buried inside the championships. The blood is buried inside the championships? Can I get a fresca or something? It's gonna be a long night. Earl, I don't know if this is an appropriate time. Look, I don't know. This is really big news for you to deal with. Maybe you just... Maybe you ought to just walk around in the chicken coop for a little bit and have some seed. Well, I'll just lean against this nice wall you got here and finish this cigarilla I got. <laughs> you guys finish your podcast, and I'll tell you where all the bites are buried. Earl, I'm really sorry to break it to you like this. I'm really sorry, but maybe, I don't know, maybe you can make amends with WWE. It just, if we get all this stuff out there, you know? Well, you think that'll give me the whole point? Maybe. Maybe. Well, that's good enough for me, John Garnet. <laughs> well, that, good on you, Earl. Good, good for having that, that attitude. Thanks, fellas. Want a t-shirt? Yeah, sure. I'll take a t-shirt. Oh, Earl, don't take off your shirt. Oh, it's just an undershirt. Oh, gross. Oh, God. There's foundation on the collar. Earl, are you wearing makeup? This is spray tan. Okay. Well, all right. Give me a shirt back. <laughs> here you go. Me... Here. Why'd you put it on? I don't want to. Take... No, why'd you put the shirt on? Why? Take your shirt off. I don't want to take my shirt Fine, off. I'll get in the shirt with you. Oh, look, another white man abusing people. Huh? Oh, great, another white man going into the Hall of Fame. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta uh-huh, go. Uh-huh, that's right, go. you run. That's right. Leroy, Leroy. I need this broom. What? I need this Broom. No, you can't. We need that broom. Get away from me. Shoot. Shoot. Hey, ow. Get away. I ow. need this. Ow. Spilled a bunch of peppercorns. Oh, okay. I'll just bring it back when you're done. Try to reload the pepper. Try to do your favor. I no. spilled all the peppercorns. Look, kid, if you could just put those peppercorns in a Ziploc bag, I'll fill them back in the peppercorn shaker, okay? All right, damn. Thank you. Scott, I'm not going to put those peppercorns back in the shaker. Thank you, because that's they're, gross. Yeah, they're out on the floor. Yeah. That's why I had to put them in the bag. <laughs> So and we then, know that yeah, they're so the bad don't peppercorns. Don't use those peppercorns. Those are the bad peppercorns. And if he asks, I was just going to say we could just cut the corner off so it was like a nice funnel. But I'm not even going to do that. No, don't do that. Yeah. yeah. that's Yeah. We don't want those peppercorns. Yeah. Those, those are dirty peppercorns. Dirty, dirty peppercorns. Those are floor corns. That's my favorite board game. Dirty, dirty peppercorns. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when it comes to incredibly racially insensitive games from the 1800s, dirty, dirty peppercorns <laughs> is really one of my favorites. I put that up there... Well, I th- with hungry, I put, hungry hippos. I put it up there. Yeah, yeah. It's a great game. Yeah. Um, 16-bits podcast. Podcast I do with Josh Callahan. Uh, comedy and video games. Check that out. It's I on... saw Josh Callahan on TV for 0.5 seconds. Well, that's right. A... He was another commercial. It was like an insurance ad. Yeah. He was washing his hands and gave someone some advice. God, that guy's everywhere. That guy is a working actor. Looking good, Josh. Looking. Wait, sorry, I didn't remember my voice to do that. <laughs> Looking good, Josh. <laughs> uh, Josh Gallant and myself. Josh is a, a extremely hilarious dude. He's been on this show before. We've done a crossover episode. Talented before. actor, wonderful comedian. Yeah. So, um, co teacher extraordinaire and video game hater. Well, he hates them, but that's what makes the show so good. Sixteen bits podcast. Check that out on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, if ever you want a direct link from me, we're talking on the Twitter. Hit me up, and I'll give you an, a good old episode to check out. Uh, also, wrestling compadre Slamcast joining in with those guys. That's always a good time. After Buzz TV doing SmackDown recaps, we've got a we've got a hell of a crew now. We're set. We've got Christian Rosenberg, Christy Olsen, Roe Moore. That is a great time that we have on there. Check that out as well. Steve, Dave made a maze update. It is in the process of getting a sound mix as well as music, and we're going over a schedule for reshoots. Yeah, we saw yeah. the director and the producer at a party. I hadn't seen them in a while. They were very excited. They had some very flattering things to uh, say. JCM stop by. Mm-hmm. You sure did. That's what happens when you leave super early from parties after you eat too much pizza and get a tummy ache. Man, you did it Hollywood style. You just bailed. I got a very big tummy ache. <laughs> um, so Dave made a maze. That's the movie that Steve co-wrote, and I'm in it. It's crazy, and so is John Morrison. So go like that on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Go follow, like, all that stuff. For I, Facebook, for I believe, updates. is Dave made a fan page. Mm-hmm. Instagram is Dave made a maze. And on Twitter, it's at Dave Made a Tweet. Yes, just search Dave Made a Maze on Google. You'll get all that good stuff and tell everybody about it. It's big. It's huge. It's going to be awesome. I think you guys are going to like it. If you like this show, it's like that, but with less wrestling. Mm hmm.
Like, exactly. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Yeah, and it's funny. Yeah, that's how I kill the momentum at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and let me try and bring it back up and feel bad about myself. This is the interview with Marty Scroll from Wrestling Memes Tom Anstey. A snafu on my behalf. It's all my fault. Uh, I screwed things up. So next week, we will have that for you guys. Uh, so I apologize to Tom, and I apologize to you guys if you're looking for that Marty Scroll interview. It's coming soon. I got another interview with a friend of mine, Steve Anoni, uh, that's going to be coming up in the episode soon. We're doing a Gets Jerked very soon. And we've got people emailing us that want to be on the show. So it's crazy. We got all kinds of stuff for you coming up. So subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. That helps us out. And for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids! You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been... Uh, itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I- I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the I'm podcast. I'm going to wait till the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things, these things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands, uh, not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But, but activate them, too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, so- uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to SoundCloud.com slash Curtain Jerks. Follow us. Uh, like the episode. Comment. Tw- uh, comment during. It. You could, You should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's, it's very interactive. You go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like, oh that was uh, quotable and then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there and if you're an aesthetics person orange accents right orange is the new black guys <laughs> yeah that's not gonna be dated <laughs> no way no jason way. biggs jason biggs. wcw champion if there is still around yeah that's how it works so it's the orange is the new black wcw crossover jason biggs is the new championship that belt's almost as big as his head it is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos uh, did I say that twice? <laughs> <laughs> Meow. <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so it's all there, available for you. We've uh, got some new videos, ideas, videos, ideas. Oh, this one's being thrown away. Uh, it'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time. Oh, please <laughs> throw that meteor down quick. <laughs> Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.